today on Transforming Lives. When we pray for the sake of believe God for healing for ourselves, we need to base our prayers and our faith on God's word as it is revealed that it is His will for us to be healed. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Open your Bibles, please, to Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. Let's stand and let's read together, please. Luke chapter 6, we want to read verse 19. At a count of two, we'll all read together. One, two. And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for power went out from him and healed them all. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. We bless you, Lord, because you are faithful and true. Holy Spirit, we yield to you. Have your way in our lives. You are our sufficiency. Speak to us and through us. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. We pray for your people. Give them hearts to believe, minds to understand, wills to obey. We pray, O oh God, that your word will take roots in the hearts of your people and bring transformation, healing, and deliverance. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may have your seat. Jesus uh, considered the healing of the body as part of the salvation he came to bring as a visible sign that the kingdom of God had come. He never taught anybody to resign themselves to being sick. Everywhere Jesus went, he clearly revealed through his action and by his words that it was his will to heal. One day a leper came to Jesus and knelt at his feet and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. In uh, Matthew chapter 8 verse 2. No doubt this leper, man with leprosy heard about Jesus. News of his power to heal had spread throughout the land. His physical condition was incurable. He was full of leprosy and had spread that had spread. But he took step of faith to come to Jesus, not fearing the scorn and the rejection of the people. He no doubt understood that Jesus had the power to heal his disease. He also believed the report that Jesus could heal. But he was not sure that Jesus was willing to heal. He said to Jesus, Lord, if you are willing... You can make me clean. There are many believers who have not received their healing because they do not understand or have not grasped the knowledge that God wants 
them to be healed. They have not settled the question in their hearts and in their minds that it is God's will for them to be healed. Until we can uh, uh, understand and know for a fact that God is willing to heal us and that Jesus paid the price, He is willing and ready to heal, we cannot have unwavering faith to believe that God will heal us. When we pray for the sake of believe God for healing for ourselves, we need to base our prayers and our faith on God's word as it is revealed that it is His will for us to be healed. If we do not place our faith in God's word and God, um, God's ability to heal us, we can believe God for healing. We need to know that the Bible tells us that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And God said in Malachi chapter 3, He said, I am the Lord, I do not change. What God did yesterday, God is still doing today and God will continue to do. When this leper came to Jesus and said to Jesus, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. The first thing Jesus did was to reach out and touch this man and say to him, I am willing. Okay? There was a, this man was in a terrible condition. But Jesus was moved with compassion. And the Bible says Jesus reached out. The power of God flowed from Jesus to heal. Now when you read the Old Testament in the book of Leviticus, the Bible tells us in Leviticus that a, a person with leprosy was considered unclean. And the Bible warned against touching people with leprosy because you yourself who would touch them, you would become unclean. But Jesus knew all of that. He could have spoken the word because Jesus had spoken the word to people before and they were healed. But Jesus reached out to let this man know that it is God's will for him to be healed. Regardless of your circumstances or the sickness and the disease that you face, you need to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that it is God's will for you to be healed. Jesus confirmed this fact to this man and he is confirming it to all of us and to everyone who will believe. It is God's will for us to be healed. I want to begin a series today concerning the power of God is present to heal. Let's say it together. Say the power, power. of God, God. Is, present is present to heal. The power of God is present to heal. Even as we are here this morning, right now, the power of God is here, present, right now, to heal your body. And if you are streaming with us and you are watching us online, I want to let you know that the power of God is present right where you are to heal you of every sickness and every disease. In this series, we'll share with you ten principles of healing. They are, healing is God's will. Number two, the church is God's center for healing. Number three, Satan is the source of sickness and disease. Number four, Jesus came to deliver the captives. Number five, God is Jehovah Rapha. Number six, Jesus is the Passover lamb. Number seven, 
healing is true the atonement. Number eight, Jesus bore our sins and sicknesses. Number nine, healing in Jesus' name. And number ten, Jesus commissioned us as his disciples to heal the sick. Today we want to teach on the first principle, healing is God's will. And we want to share with you four reasons why healing is God's will. They are God's will, word reveal his will, God's nature reveal his will, God, I mean Jesus reveals God's will, and Jesus healed all who came to him. So let's look at each one of them. Amen. Number one, God's word revealed his will. The absolute basic foundation upon which we must base our faith for healing of the body as well as to pray for those who need healing is to know that it is God's will today for you to be healed. Okay? It is very, very important. You cannot have faith if you are not sure what God's will is. F.F. Bosworth uh, um, shared in his book, Christ the Healer, he said, before you can have a steadfast faith for your, the healing of your body, you must rid yourself of all uncertainty concerning God's will in the matter. Faith cannot go beyond your knowledge of the revealed will of God. Before attempting to exercise faith for healing, you need to know what the scripture plainly teaches, that it is just as much God's will to heal your body as it is God's will to save your soul. It is only by knowing God's promise for what you are seeking that all uncertainty can be removed and a steadfast faith can be possible. We have to understand it is God's will to heal us as well as God's will for us to be saved. Until a person knows beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is willing and concerned uh, um, concerning their healing, there is absolutely nothing on which that person can base his faith on to believe God for healing or to pray for the sick. God requires that we have unwavering faith in Him and in His promises. We have to believe God for our healing, whether it is uh, um, sickness or disease, arthritis, diabetes, heart disease, leukemia, lung disease, cancer, whatever the symptoms may be, whatever the pain may be, we need to believe the promises of God that it is God's will for us to be healed. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those he who seek him. Faith in God is released and it causes the healing power of God to come to us. When we release our faith in God's word and we release our faith knowing that it is God's will to, to, to heal us, we experience the, the power of God in our lives. The Bible tells us in James chapter 5, it is the prayer of faith that will heal the sick. Say it with me. Say the prayer, the prayer. of faith that heals the sick. Amen. And the Bible says that God will raise him up. 
Amen. So we need to believe God. Gene said it this way. He said, let everyone who comes to God believe, not wavering, because if you waver, you cannot receive anything from God. We need to believe in God and believe that God, we need to ask Him. If we're not sure, we need to believe, but not wavering in our faith. We need to trust God for what God wants to do in our lives. Hallelujah. Dr. T.L. Lawrence shared a story of how God used him to cast out a demon in a woman who was demon-possessed that came to one of his crusades in the Dominican uh, um, Republic. He said, shortly after she came to the service, she began to carry on. She was trying to tear off her clothes. She was foaming at the mouth and was utterly and uttering a, a terrible scream. The people who brought her to the meeting was concerned about her and they wanted her to be delivered so badly that they brought her up front so that she could be prayed for. Several thousand people were in the meeting and all eyes were focused on what was happening. Um, it seems as if the devil was saying to him, to Tia Laurie, he said, you have met your match tonight if this woman isn't delivered and quieted, you will be. You are going to look just like a fool. And he said, when he heard that in his spirit, he was not a bit fearful, but he said to the devil, he said, Satan, when God delivers this woman, you are going to be worse than a fool. And so he began to pray and ask God, to trust God, and ask God to bring deliverance to this woman. And when he started to pray for her, it seems as if things began to get worse. The devil intended to ruin the meeting and to cause uh, um, chaos in the, in, 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 at the crusade. But God turned the situation around. As he was praying for the lady, the woman started to become violent. She started to reach out for his clothes, to tear his clothes off. She started to uh, foam in the mouth. She became worse and worse. And so he began to pray. And all of a sudden, the Spirit of God dropped in the Spirit to pray in the Spirit. And so he began to pray in the Spirit. And as he began to pray in the Spirit and pray in tongues, he said to God, he said, God, I'm not asking you to deliver this woman for my sake, but I'm asking you to deliver her for your glory. And as he began to pray, and the Holy Spirit began to pray through him, all of a sudden the woman fell down, and she was completely delivered and set free. You need to know that God has given us the authority to cast out devils and to believe and to trust God and not be fearful. The Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit prays with us when we do not know how to pray because He makes intercession for us. And no matter what we face, no matter what situation or difficulties we face in ministering to people with, uh, 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 who need healing or in our own lives, we need to know that God has already given us the authority. And we need not to be afraid to speak the word, to cast out the spirit, to come against the works of the, the, the devil, come against uh, tormenting demons, and trust God, rebuking the spirit and believing that God will answer our prayers and bring victory and bring deliverance. Number two, second thing that we need to understand is that God's nature reveals His will. 
one of the greatest hindrances that blocked many from receiving their healing or from praying for the sick is the fact that they do not know the will of God. While people may believe, or even believers may believe that Jesus healed 2,000 years ago, they are not sure that Jesus heals today. In fact, there are so many different kind of traditional uh, 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 um, things that have gone out there concerning healing that sometimes it is very scary. You wonder whether or not people are actually reading the scripture. Some people believe that God puts sickness on people, which is not true. Some people believe that um, uh, um, God uses sickness and disease in order to teach people a lesson. Uh, sometimes he, he is doing it in order to chastise us. And that's not true. Those are not, uh, uh, um, God is not the source of sickness and disease. God doesn't put sickness and disease on people in order to teach us a lesson. None of us as parents would do that to our children. We will not put cancer on our children to teach them a, a lesson. And if we, we are, are, are mere human and not uh, um, as good as God, how can we claim that God would do that? And because of that, we hinder ourselves, or many people hinder themselves, from experiencing the power of God in their lives because they have not come to the place to understand the nature of God and the work of God. They have not aligned themselves to what God's word says. The re, uh, 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 and sometimes because of that, they can't even pray and believe God and trust God for God to do His work in their lives. We need to understand the unadulterated word of God. We need not to teach doctrine or what the church says or what my grandfather says, or what my, my pastor says, or what my, 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 my bishop says, or what have you. It is what the Word of God says. Anything outside of the Word of God, no matter who says it, should be discarded. The Word of God is true. Amen? And we need to go to the Word of God, the un, unadulterated, undiluted, uncompromising Word of God concerning healing. That's what we need to tell people. Amen. Not uh, oh, healing has ceased because in some places, in some churches, they believe healing has ceased. Healing, Jesus did not do miracles today. But you and I are experiencing miracles in our lives. The very fact that you are alive is a miracle, and we need to believe God. T. L. Osborne said in his book, "Healing the Sick." He said, "Whenever healing is taught as God's provision for all." Faith is always imparted, and people are always healing. I mean healed. The metal never fails. Amen? No matter what, when you teach the Word of God, and you trust God to uh, 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 fulfill His Word, and to back His Word, God always does. Before you can believe God for your healing, you must get rid of the preconceived ideas and wrong teaching concerning healing and concerning whether it is God's will for you, you to be healed today. You need to understand that God is not glorified by sickness and disease. God is not glorified by pain. God is not glorified. In fact, the Bible tells us that God is not, does not get glory in the death of the unrighteous. God wants glory when people are healed, healthy, and strong. In fact, when you look at Jesus' life, 
you find that Jesus glorified God by healing the sick and by cleansing uh, um, the lepers and delivering the people from sickness and disease. Healing the sick is fundamental, it's foundational, and we need to lay down the word of God concerning what he says in his word concerning healing. God still heals today. Say it with me. Say, God still heals today. There is no doubt that God still heals today. And we need to believe and we need to trust Him. Amen. The Bible tells us in Isaiah chapter 53, Surely Jesus bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did not esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Jesus broke the power of sin, sickness, and death when he came to this island. He destroyed the curse. That was placed upon men after Adam and Eve sinned and in the garden and they rebelled against God. God sent Jesus to pay the price for our redemption and to take upon us and himself our sin and our sicknesses in his own body so that we can be free from them. I like what T.L. Osmond always say. He said, Jesus took our sickness and our disease. We do not have to carry it anymore. Jesus took our burden and our pain. We do not have to carry it anymore. Jesus paid a price for our righteousness. We do not have to carry sin anymore. We can experience the righteousness of God in Christ. Because Jesus did it, we do not have to carry it anymore. In, in the law, in the, the legal uh, uh, field, they have something what they call the double jeopardy or, or they call it a, you cannot be punished for the same crime twice. Okay, Jesus paid the price. We cannot be punished anymore. He paid it. We can experience the, the, the power of God in our lives. If Jesus died and paid the price for our sin, God cannot take sickness and put it upon us again. Amen. If God cannot do it because God would be undoing what Jesus, or Jesus would be undoing what God is trying to do. Amen. And Jesus himself said it when he talked about a woman in um, um, Luke chapter 13. When he talked about a woman who were in the temple who had been bound, Jesus said that the devil was the one who bound her for 18 years. And he, Jesus, came so that she can be loose from her infirmity. Amen. The Bible says that David said in Psalm 1 will is that Jesus revealed God's will. From Genesis to Revelation, God's will concerning healing is clearly revealed. To receive healing or to pray for the sick, you must base your faith on nothing less than the revelation knowledge of God's will as revealed in His Word. In order to know the will of God, you need to look to Jesus. Because he revealed the will of God. Jesus' entire life was full of the will of God. 
He brought God down to earth and showed us the heart of the Father. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5 to 7, Jesus said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offering and sin offering you were not pleased. Then I said unto you, Yeah, I am, as it is written in the scroll, I come to you, O God, in the volume of the books. Amen. What was Jesus saying? I come to do your will. I come to you in the volume of the books to do the will of God. Amen. And it is important for us to understand that Jesus came, not because of sacrifice and offering, Jesus came to reveal the will of God. And because he came to reveal the will of God, we can look at Jesus. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com. Mm -hmm.